Hey guys, happy Thursday. Today is day 25 of 100, which means I'm a quarter way through this 100 day challenge program. And that's crazy to me. Like, how did this happen? I feel like this has been going by so fast. Um, had a bit of a late start today, so I slept in. I got eight hours of sleep last night, which my body really, really needed. And walked Biscuit this morning, talked to my neighbors for a little while. Went to come back inside, make my pre, drink that, and start doing some research based on an email that my endocrinologist had sent out. It's his like monthly email to all of his patients. And he was talking about how peanut butter is hard for people who have hypothyroidism to digest because our digestive systems just tend to work slower. And so I had sent an email to him just the other day about a snapshot of like the foods I've been eating. And he emailed me back today and he goes, read this article if you haven't. By the way, we'll discuss further your eating at our appointment on Monday. And I'm like, oh, lovely. So when I saw him last, which was April 17th, I think their scales, I weighed 227. And my home scale this past Friday, I was 214. So it's always nice to go in when I see him and be down weight. Um, I'll, I'll, of course, update you guys Monday with, with that um, weight appointment. Uh, but I decided to start doing a little bit more research based on his article. And he had links to different um, YouTube videos of people who talk about their specific hypothyroidism journey. So that's what I'm going to talk to you all about today. Uh, so people who don't know what hypothyroidism is, um, it messes with your entire life. <laughs> uh, your thyroid is a two inch long, like butterfly shaped gland, uh, in your neck and your thyroid affects just about everything. Uh, it produces hormones that regulate like your body's metabolic rate. Uh, it regulates your heart rate, your digestive function, muscle control, brain development, your mood and your like bone maintenance. It's, it's one of those things that literally it's a powerhouse within your body. And when you don't have enough thyroid hormone, you get crazy symptoms. So what I started to do based on one of the videos I watched was list some of the symptoms that I've had. Uh, that I've noticed that are directly linked to me having hypothyroidism. So memory loss, irregular menstrual cycles, muscle aches, irritability, decreased libido, coarse dry hair. And obviously my hair has changed over the years because of chemotherapy. Um, that'll be something I get in tune with y'all next week. Uh, constipation, depression, migraine headaches, weight gain, fatigue, poor digestion. So I guess I should take this back to like high school. I would be eating dinner and have to get up to excuse myself to go to the bathroom in the middle of eating. And my mom was like, what is going on? Like, we eat all the same things. Like, I don't have these problems. Your stepdad and stepsister don't have these problems. Like, what's going on? So at the age of 15, I underwent my first colonoscopy. And we found out that I had irritable bowel syndrome. And so I did food diaries. So I feel like my tracking of my food and that whole poor relationship that I have with it now may have started way back then because I used to have to work with a nutritionist and sit down and write all of my food and have them tell me, oh, you should be eating this, you shouldn't be eating that. There was a very negative connotation to my food counseling when I was young, uh, mainly because, I mean, I ate what was in my household. I didn't get to go grocery shopping at 14, 15, 16 years old, so I ate what my parents could afford, and at that time, a lot of it was fast food. Well, that created a lot of digestive problems for me because we know that there's very little nutritional value in fast food. So that all started back then. I want to say it wasn't until, I'm trying to think when I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism. 
probably 2014 maybe because when I lost weight for my wedding in 2012, I don't think I was on thyroid medication at that point. I could look back through my medical records, but let's be real, I'm probably not going to. But I've just been dealing with it for a really long time and I had had all these symptoms, but I never attributed to anything. And it wasn't until I started working with an endocrinologist in California who was like, they had looked at my thyroid function tests from my primary care physician. And he was like, well, you know, you're on the higher end of the normal spectrum, but let's go ahead and throw you on some thyroid meds and see if it works. And it did. And so I, you know, was with an endocrinologist for a lot of years, blood work every three to six months, depending upon where I was at. And every time you gain or lose weight, your thyroid dosage has to be changed. So yesterday I went to the lab here in Reno and got my blood work done because I see my doctor on Monday. Now, tidbit of information, I don't have insurance because I work part-time for a family as a private nanny and I can't afford $400 a month for medical insurance. Uh, Once my divorce finalizes, which that will um, be finalized hopefully in the next one to three weeks, uh, I will be able to get Medicaid because I were I in I will report my income, but it won't be in, like enough. So I will qualify for Medicaid, so I'll be able to have some insurance. But yesterday they told me it'd be one hundred and sixty dollars upfront for my lab work, and I was like, "Cool, can you bill me for that? Like, I'll set up a payment plan and get that taken care of because you know divorce budget is not all it's cracked up to be." And she said, "Well, no, we can't uh, if we bill you." We would bill you the full amount that we would have billed had you had insurance, and it'd be $1,169, and you'd have to pay that bill. I was like, okay, here's my credit card. Here's the $160. Uh, I guess I'm not going to eat food for a week. Like, it's crazy to me how much medical stuff costs these days. So I'm grateful that I have the means in order to do something like that. But at the same time, like, it just it baffles me that, like, this is, some, this is a, a disorder that I have that I didn't create myself yet I have to get blood work for every three to six months and I'm having to come out of pocket for all this. So I can't wait to get medical insurance again and not have to deal with all that mess because my goodness, it's it's crazy. And, and I could go into a whole rant about medical in the United States, but I will spare y'all that opinion. But either way, like I've been doing a lot of research today on thyroid function and what foods to eat, not to eat. Um, apparently uh, I shouldn't have peanut butter, which is heartbreaking because I love peanut butter. I'm allergic to almonds, so almond butter is not an alternative that I can use. Um, I'm going to have to find something because I'm such a peanut butter and jelly fan and I like peanut butter with apples. Like that's like my post-workout snack a lot of the time. Um, I should also avoid tap water apparently because there's chlorine and fluorine in in tap water. Luckily, I use a Brita filter, so hopefully... I, I'm getting enough of that stuff out. I might need to start testing my water to see if I need to get it some different type of filter. Like, I know that I've had hypothyroidism for a long time, but I've been just like, oh, well, I take my thyroid pill every day and I work out and it's all good, whatever. Well, I've been having an increase in some symptoms, uh, more specifically um, irregular menstrual cycles, um, constipation, migraine headaches, and memory loss. And so when I emailed my doctor last month, he was like, you know, let's let's start keeping a food diary. Now, I'm not tracking in terms of like calories, macros, things like that. I literally was just writing down what I was eating and when I was eating it. And so he said, we'll go into that in more detail on Monday, which will be great. But he basically was like, you know, we should probably do like a 10 day, you know, don't eat these certain things and see how you feel type of 
experiment. So I'll probably be starting that next week. So if I'm even more irritable, it's because I can't eat the stuff that I like to eat. And I, and I know that you can heal a lot of stuff from the gut, right? You can heal a lot of those things with your diet. But I just, ugh, I like the foods that I eat. I, I've tried, I've prided myself on not restricting my cravings or finding alternatives to my cravings. You know, of course, if I want ice cream, I'll go get some Halo Top or Enlightened. Uh, if I want to have, like last night I had turkey burgers with tater tots and a salad. I mean, there, there's different ways to like still enjoy the foods that you want to eat, but also um, find healthier versions of it. I just am at the point where I'm like, okay, my weight's still going down. Granted, it's been slower than a turtle trudging through peanut butter, <laughs> peanut butter. But I'm realizing now that like these last, you know, 20 to 30 pounds are going to be harder to get off because as you get smaller, your weight loss slows down, which I understand. But it, this all could be related to gut health. This all could be related to my hypothyroidism. Throw in PCOS and insulin resistance and like, no wonder my body takes forever to lose weight and wants to hold on to it. So I've just really been trying to do more research about all this and understand my body a little bit better. Like I know what makes me feel good and I, I try to stick to the same foods all the time and bland foods because that doesn't upset my stomach. But it could be something as simple as eliminating two or three things and then my gut health will be better. Um, sorry for the TMI in this, but I do have IBS. Um, I do deal with constipation and then also diarrhea. It's just the way that my body is. And it's directly related to the foods that I'm eating. I do know that I have a gluten and lactose sensitivity. So why I continue to eat cheese pizza, I'll never know. One of these, I, I definitely don't eat it as often as I used to. When uh, my ex and I were together, we'd probably order pizza once every week or once every 10 days. Uh, it was just simple, quick, easy. I did find a pizza place here in Reno called Wild Garlic or Blind Onion, whichever part of town you're in. It's owned by the same company. I don't know why they have two names. It's kind of weird. Maybe it's like a tax evasion thing. I don't know. But uh, their pizza actually does not upset my stomach. And what I started doing when I eat pizza is having a salad before I eat pizza. So then I'm eating less of it. I'm still filling my pizza craving, but I'm not eating half a cheese pizza or a full pizza in one sitting anymore. So that's that's how I still get my pizza in that I want to eat. Um, but also make sure that it's not a total shit show meal and I'm getting something healthy in as well. It's kind of weird how that works, actually. <laughs> um, and one thing that I need to start doing is taking probiotics again. So tomorrow is payday. I will definitely be going and getting me some probiotics. Uh, I, am going, bleh, I am going to be looking into adding another thyroid med called Cytomel. I've been doing a lot of research on that today. Um, and so I'm hoping that that will really, really help. Um, some of the things that I did learn in my research, and I don't know if any of y'all have hypothyroidism, but if you're eating things like broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, or kale, you should be only consuming them when they are steamed. Um, they suggest at least 30 minutes because they are considered cruciferous vegetables. Big word there. Y'all are welcome. Um, and it's just harder for people who have hypothyroidism to digest and break down. So you take hypothyroidism... IBS, PCOS, and insulin resistance. And those four things alone really like 
make it two times harder, five times harder for me to lose weight than anybody else. And it explains why in the past I would eat like a rabbit, work out twice a day and still not lose weight. Like these things are working against me. So I could sit here and dwell on that and be like, well, I'm just going to be, you know, 215 pounds for the rest of my life because I have these four things. No, I'm going to learn how to deal with them. I'm going to learn how better my body can function with these things, with these disorders and still continue to lose weight because I do have my sweet spot weight of 180 to 185. I do want to get to that. I do want to continue building muscle on my body. Um, I have been taking a lot of pictures lately and, and um, comparing them to, you know, two years ago or even a year ago or even a few months ago. And I'm seeing some changes, but I'm also seeing some backsliding. So I know that there's room for improvement along this process, Mr. Daryl Perry. Um, I just need to take all this information that I've learned over the years and really start putting it into practice. I need to stop hiding behind the fact that I have these disorders and just own them and find ways that my body can work and still burn fat and build muscle despite having these things. I don't know if anyone out there has the same disorders that I do, but if you do, I'd love to connect. Um, I think that it's important to have people who can be supportive on this journey. I feel like it's important to, you know, surround yourself with the positivity. So I started following a couple people who talk about hypothyroidism and PCOS and insulin resistance and IBS even and just different YouTube videos and just really started filling my mind with all of this knowledge that I didn't really have before. So that's been really helpful for me. It's been a little overwhelming, but I do take notes when I watch videos. So here I have a couple pages of just things that, you know, tips of things to avoid, things to eat, um, the importance of probiotics, the importance of having iodine in my diet. Fiber is one of those things where I need fiber because I do have a slower digestive system, but I have IBS, so I can't have too much fiber. So it's just one of those things that I just need to find a sweet spot for. Um, and whether that's taking a fiber supplement or just adding or taking away fiber in my diet, it's going to take some time to kind of play around with these things and figure out what really works for my body. And I think that that's important. I think that, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, I want to see what, what this person eats in a day because I want to eat like them. Well, that's not how this works. <laughs> I mean, what works for one person is not going to work for you. And in this age of comparing ourselves to everybody, we have to stop doing that too because granted, I have friends in this community who in 11 months lost 100 pounds and that's amazing. I've been on this journey for two and a half years and I've lost, you know, 57. That's great. Do I want to lose 100 pounds? That's my ultimate goal. But is it taking me longer? Yeah. And that's okay. That is totally okay. I think um, a few people have been talking about this in the last few days and it's like, you know, everyone's like, oh, how much weight have you lost? And you're like, oh, I've lost 57 pounds. That's wonderful. How long did it take? Well, it doesn't fucking matter how long it took me. The fact of the matter is, is that for two and a half years, I have been consistent. I have not given up when days have been hard. I have not given up with all the emotional shit I've gone through this year. I have not given up when that scale has gone up or not moved or like stayed the same. I haven't given up. That's what fucking matters. What matters is that Every day I show up for myself for the last 25 days of this 100-day challenge, I have shown up for myself. I have recorded this podcast. I have done my journaling. I have filled my mind with more research and positivity. I have done workouts every single day. 
And I've now incorporated running back into my routine. That's cr- I never thought I'd go back to running. Never thought I'd go back to running because I was so scared of getting hurt. And I still kind of am, but I'm, I'm taking it slow. I'm doing it the right way. Um, the half marathon next year isn't until May. So I have eight months to train and to really get in tune with my body and re- you know realize what I need. I didn't do this before, guys. I didn't do this before. There were so many times when I was so focused on just that number on the scale that I didn't care about the fact that I would binge eat. I didn't care about the fact that I wouldn't eat vegetables. I didn't care about the fact that I would skip workouts or I'd half-ass a workout. I'm doing what I need to do right now for my body right now. That's huge. I wish I honestly... (laughs) Daryl's will get a kick out of this. I wish I would have recorded a podcast years ago because just to see the, or just to hear myself, how I would talk to myself two years ago versus now is completely different. How I used to talk to myself four years ago, five years ago is completely different. I'm not that same girl anymore. And that's fucking exciting. To have personal growth, to be able to say, I used to have this really terrible relationship with food and I used to track every morsel of food that went in my body. And I used to just beat myself up over what my fitness pal would tell me. I love at the end how it's like, if every week was like this, you would be this amount of weight in this many weeks. And when I wasn't that weight in that many weeks, I would beat myself up. I would starve myself for two or three days. I would do water fast. I would do fasting. I would go do extra cardio because I well, by this app, like I should be this way by this time. Like, but every day you eat is different and the way that your body processes food is different. And there are some days where I eat great and I eat really clean. And there are other days where I don't. And that could be because I went to a birthday party or I went to dinner or I, you know, just gave into a craving and that's okay. That's what I've learned. Kayla talks about this so often. And if you don't follow Time to Deflate on Instagram, you should. She is amazing. Life is going to still happen whether or not you've had weight loss surgery or if you're on a weight loss journey or if you're just trying to eat better and feel better. Life still happens. You will still be invited to go out for beers. You will still be invited to go to a happy hour or a Super Bowl party or a birthday party or a wedding or any of these other celebrations that we have in our lives And culturally, we surround with food, right? Like, who goes to a Super Bowl party and doesn't eat food? Sure as hell isn't me. Most people go to parties for the food. I mean, that's why I go. I mean, I love football, but... And I like to talk shit to other people when they have terrible teams, like, you know, Tom Brady. But, um... (laughs) Okay, Tom Brady's good. I just... We'll, We'll save football talk for another day. But, uh... I mean, I love, I love the socialization of parties. And I used to hide from that. From late 2015 to basically all of 2016, I didn't want to be social with anybody because I was gaining weight. And I knew it was a problem. And I, despite like still being on thyroid med, I was gaining weight because I wasn't working out. I wasn't watching what I was eating. I was just doing the bare minimum. And my thyroid was changing. And I wasn't addressing that with my doctor. I now have a doctor who is very much like in your face. This is what you're doing. You need to change this, this, and this. So it's good to have that relationship. And you can't hide how you feel when you walk in that office. You have to be like, 
I've been having these symptoms again. I don't understand why. Can we try to figure it out? And that's my appointment on Monday. It's So it's my checkup. I was supposed to see him in July, but I couldn't due to my new work schedule. So I ended up having to move this appointment to August. So the fact that I've been feeling kind of sluggish and having some of these symptoms could be because it's something as simple as my dosage needs to change. And I'm hoping that once that changes, these last 20 to 30 pounds are going to come off. Based on my consistency, based on the hard work that I'm putting in, based on the fact that I'm drinking a shit ton of water a day and I pee 70 times a day, like I feel like peeing alone should expel weight. I mean, it does, but it doesn't, you know. But... (laughs) And incorporating running back in, like, I'm excited for these next few months. I'm excited for the next 75 days of this 100-day challenge. I'm excited to continue to learn more about my body and what I need to fuel it with in order to feel better. Because, granted, I slept eight hours last night, and that's great. I still feel like shit today. So I'm not going to be tracking my food with my fitness pal, but I am going to still keep a food diary of what I'm eating and try to track my moods and my just overall like how I feel um, with what I'm eating, you know, a couple hours after, things like that, to try to see if there's any correlations that I can come up with. Um, The memory loss has definitely been the hardest um, because I do like to read a lot, but I have poor reading comprehension. And some of this can be attributed to the treatment I went through for my cancer Um, There's a term chemo brain, and it is very real. They say pregnancy brain, too. Like, those things are very real. Um, I have a hard time. Like, I can remember stuff from my childhood very, very vividly. Um, But for a couple years there where I was going through chemo, I I don't remember stuff. um, And I still suffer from memory loss now. It could be related to my thyroid, or it could be attributed to the treatment that I went through. So it's just frustrating because I hate when I'm having a conversation with someone, and they're like, dude, you told me that. And I'm like, when? And they're like, a week ago or something or two months ago. And I'm like, I honestly don't remember having that conversation. And so with me hopefully starting school in the new year, um, that's going to be a challenge because I have poor reading comprehension now. Like I'll read something and I'm like, wait, what was that? Or why can't I recall this? Watching movies, same thing. So um I hope that maybe I taught you guys a little bit about hypothyroidism and kind of what it, what I deal with. Um, it's not every day that I feel like crap or I'm irritable or I have mood swings or I have, you know, poor digestion. Well, that's a lot of the times. But I'm really hoping that by trying this new method of food diarying out and tracking my moods and things like that will kind of give me some more um, data points as to where I can make improvements and to how I can make my body function better for me. Hypothyroidism sucks. It really freaking does. It makes this weight loss process a lot harder, but it's not going to stop me. It's not going to derail me or make me feel like, oh, like you've lost enough, Valerie. Like, you know, just stay at this spot. Your body likes this weight. Like, I don't like this weight. I want to be healthier and it's not that I'm going for a healthy BMI because we all know that BMI is bullshit measuring index but uh I just I just I need to take all this information that I've been learning and put it into practice that's what I need to do so I'm making this so you guys can help hold me accountable I'm going to press play on my yoga workout I'm really glad it's yoga 
because I ran two days in a row because I just wanted to run yesterday. I'm not sure who I am anymore. So I'm not going to run today. That was my original plan, but I'll probably run by Saturday or Sunday. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see kind of where these next 75 days take me. Um, yoga is definitely one of those workouts that I struggle through because I just like, I feel like I should be doing more. Like I should be lifting weights or doing some hit cardio or something like that. So, um, but I know it's good for my body. I know it's good for my mind. So I'm going to plug into that for a little while. Uh, going to go celebrate with my neighbor because she got a new job today. So I'm really excited for her. And by celebrate, I mean, probably lay by the pool and hopefully not get sunburnt. Um, pale people problems. <laughs> So I hope everyone has a fantastic Thursday. If you have any suggestions for alternatives to peanut butter that doesn't include almonds, let me know because I feel like my life is over. <laughs> Super exaggerating. But do something today that your future self will thank you for and I will be back to talk to y'all tomorrow. Have a good one.